0: So I wanted to take some time this evening to follow up uh, a bit on, on the topic from my last talk about being ourselves, um, it, on a, uh, with a topic that I feel is related, similar, that follows from that, uh, namely around our tendency to compare our suffering to others. And how that's not particularly useful, but maybe why we sometimes will do that. Um, and <clears throat> I, I've certainly noticed this tendency in myself uh, and, and in folks who I talk to. I you know, hear from them the same thing, that there's this notion of, oh, well, what I'm going through isn't as serious as what other people are going through. And so it doesn't, it doesn't matter as much, maybe or the other side of things like what i'm going through it's way bigger than what other people are going through right i remember a few years ago i was dating a girl who was a nurse in a a NICU um and so you know working with newborn children or or you know babies who are maybe in an emergency situation something like that um i at the time was working uh, as I've done for the last 20 years or so in HR. Um, and so we'd, we'd talk about our days and we'd share stories and things like that. And I'd always feel very intimidated um, by her stories about her day. Uh, because if I had a bad day, you know, I had maybe a bad meeting or tight budgets or angry peers or things like that, you know, it was the stuff you'll find in corporate America, Right her bad days which seemed to be much more (laughs) common and much more extreme someone would have died a family would be devastated because their child is sick right and and she'd have these these stories that she'd share and I just feel I had this sense of like ah goodness I worried about that part of our relationship where am I going to be able to talk about my bad days or am I going to feel guilty because my bad day doesn't compare to her bad day right um because the things she was experiencing were so much more intense um than what i was experiencing most days right and like i said i'm someone who makes a lot of those kinds of comparisons for better for worse And, and like i said i've noticed that a lot of us carry this habit with us to compare ourselves to others where we either feel our suffering is less than what other people are going through or that we're hurting more and that well you don't deserve to complain right because I'm going through this really hard time and so I wanted to talk about this a little bit this evening but first um, I want to define what we mean by suffering and how it differs from pain I think it's always very important for us to get clear on on what it is that we're talking about. So pain and suffering, a lot of times we use those words together, you know, or interchangeably, pain and suffering. Um, But they're not the same thing. You know, in Buddhism, we're very careful to make a distinction between those two phenomena. Um, Pain is usually physical pain or illness, right? Emotional pain, like hurt or loss or discomfort, you know, hot or cold, something like that. Um, and we all know pain. Pain is inevitable, right? Uh, a lot of us experience similar kinds of pain throughout our lives. We've all stubbed our toe. You know, we've all broken bones and gotten sick and, and lost loved ones, right? We, we have that shared experience of pain. We know what that is. Suffering is a little different, right? Suffering you'll sometimes hear us uh, define as a story that we tell ourselves about our pain. Right? So when the pain happens, so often begins the commentary, well, that shouldn't have happened, right? I don't deserve this. That person doesn't deserve this. That person did this to me on purpose, right? All these tales we, we spin about our pain. Uh, and suffering is optional. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is, is optional. Still very common, right? I mean, this is the phenomena that the Buddha set out to address. 2,600 years ago right, to relieve suffering um, <clears throat> and I remember in a, in a talk a few weeks ago, show Mike shared uh, you know the, the concept of the second arrow in Buddhism, um, that the first arrow hits us, causes us harm, but then instead of pulling that arrow out and tending to the wound, the second arrow hits us, which is all about well, who fired it, <laughs> you know, what direction did it come from, what's it made of right, we spend so much time on that second arrow. Um, and that second arrow is suffering. And we let ourselves get hit by that second arrow. Right? And I think that the reason that we compare because like I said, even though suffering is optional, it's it's very common. We all suffer or have suffered, right? We know what it means to suffer and because it's such a common part of our lives, I think it's not unusual for us to compare in the same way that we might compare you know, hairstyles or clothing, right? Because we all have them. So we compare them. We compare our experience of suffering. And we do this in different ways. Like I said, we might say, well, my suffering is more intense than yours. My suffering isn't as intense as as yours. And while they're can be some benefits to comparing suffering and I'll talk about those uh, in a little bit. Generally, typically, neither type of comparison is is particularly helpful and it can actually do quite a bit more harm. It's almost like a third arrow, (laughs) right? So when you feel that your suffering is more intense than what other people are going through, oftentimes this can erode your sense of compassion towards other people right now we feel like all these other people who are going through things that maybe aren't quite as bad as what we're going through well they're less deserving of compassion right and when we feel less of a compulsion towards compa- compassion towards others it disconnects us right because that experience of suffering in that Uh, uh, transformation of of the experience of suffering into compassion is one of those uniting things. And so when we cut ourselves off from that, we disconnect ourselves from other people. And we may even, in all our creativity, create stories about, oh, well, the other person is just being dramatic. Or maybe they deserve that thing that's happening to them and the suffering that they're enduring. right? And sometimes our ego self wants to, to highlight our suffering as though it's a competition, right? as though there's, a, there's an award for suffering more. And we even in our, in our you know, everyday language, in our vernacular, we have phrases like, earning your stripes, or taking your lumps, right? This sort of notion that, well, you just gotta go through it, right? And so sometimes there's a sense of, well, I guess I just have to go through it. And that suffering is the price of admission to certain groups, certain communities, certain social circles. And so we cherish that suffering in a strange way. Um, and then we minimize the suffering of others by comparison, right? And we cut ourselves off from them as though we're somehow more worthy of compassion or pity because our pain is worse in some way. Now, The other way that we might compare suffering, and I almost feel like this is more common, in at least in... in, in people who I've been speaking to that we sometimes feel our suffering is less intense than other people right similar to the story I shared at the beginning around the the girl I was dating and saying well uh, my day can't really compare right but that can still be very problematic because when we're claiming that our suffering isn't as bad as someone else's there's a temptation to not take it as seriously. Right? Make it feel like... Uh, or makes it less likely for us to work on that suffering. And work to relieve that suffering. And sometimes this can come from a place of denial. Like, ah, there's nothing wrong with me. Um, I don't have time for, for suffering right now. So we just say, ah, it's... it's I'm fine. You know, I'm just shake it off. Right? And we have a big... Uh, shake-it-off culture, too, along with earning your stripes. Earn your stripes, but then shake it off. Deal with it, right? So there can be denial there. Um, you know, or fake optimism. Oh, things will work out, right? Um, I've I've heard it referred to as toxic positivity, right? This notion that, like, oh, it'll be fine. I'm fine. It's okay. You know, I don't need any, any help. And we suffer in silence because we feel like, well, it's not worth... Bringing up, I mean, these this this person over here, they they have it so much more wor- so much more worse than I do, right? But not being honest about how we feel denies us the chance to work with our emotions. And you've heard us talk about this a lot, but our emotions, our feelings, are very important because they are based on our beliefs, and because they're based on our beliefs, they communicate a lot about us, to ourselves, right? what we value, (coughs) what we love, what we fear. And so our suffering, very often, tells us something about ourselves. And not acknowledging that suffering or downplaying it because we don't feel it's worth uh, bringing up in, in comparison to other people can actually make it worse right so if you're feeling unhappy and you think ah, I you know I this feeling of unhappiness it's nothing compared to what people are going through I have a neighbor who just suffered a loss or something like that so I'm just not going to deal with it. well it becomes worse then because you're not taking that time to work on that suffering and work to relieve that suffering um, and I, I hear a lot of people say and certainly I've, I've done this myself we minimize our own problems to say, well, other people have it worse, right? What right do I have to feel bad when all these things are going on? You know, there's still a pandemic going on. Um, you know, the old thing, finish all the food on your plate because there's starving children in Africa who, who would love to have that, right? Or like, oh, you know, the war going on in, in Ukraine. Um, there's always something going on that we can feel like, well, what right do I have to feel sad hurt by something, when there's all this injustice and pain going on in the world, right? Um, and, and you've heard me mention the, the, the term spiritual bypassing. I think it was in my last talk, but essentially spiritual bypass. It's a form of spiritual bypassing, where you put up on a pedestal all these big problems that you're like, well, I'm going to work to solve all these big global problems, right? And I, I don't need to work on myself, because these big problems are where I need to focus right and it feels righteous to have that kind of focus right like of course you want to make the world a better place but you need to focus on where you are right and on yourself because we can best help other people once we've helped ourselves right it's like with a uh in in airplanes right with the oxygen masks that come that, that fall down they're like look put your mask on first before trying to assist other people Because if you can't breathe, you're not going to be able to help other people breathe, right? So it is not necessarily useful to compare your suffering to other people and say, like, oh, they have it much worse. I I shouldn't take my suffering seriously. Now, all that being said, allow me to briefly contradict myself and say sometimes uh, comparisons can be useful. Um. Particularly to provide perspective around our growth, right? Maybe there's something you went through five years ago ten years ago and now you're going through that thing again You're feeling that pain again and that second arrow of suffering hits you and you realize it's not as bad this time I've grown. I've matured. I've been working on myself And I've been working to relieve suffering and showing myself compassion. And so sometimes you can compare the suffering you're feeling now to suffering you experienced before. And you recognize, like, oh, I've grown since this happened before. I react differently now. So that's a comparison that can be useful to provide some perspective. Um, Also, too, you know, maybe not straight-up comparison, but awareness of the suffering of others In context of your own life allows you to be more sensitive to what other people are going through and allows you to appreciate that connection that we have to other people that commonality of human experiences of pain and suffering right Uh, and we even in our own practice around the four questions use this notion of well what about you know other people and the, the third question of our four questions is has anyone else ever had this experience Right? So it can be useful to kind of step out of ourselves a little bit. And be like, well, has anyone else suffered like this before? Um, because that commonality helps us to, to get out of the echo chamber a little bit. And we recognize that, um, one, our, our suffering is not necessarily unique. But that other people have gone through this before. right? And because of that, we're not alone. And it universalizes Our experiences which can be very important to do again because we're all connected so a few things to keep in mind to close out my 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 brief talk on this subject first one is we're all the same (laughs) In, in so many ways right we all have ups and downs Sometimes we're, we're on a high, we're surfing on that wave. Sometimes we're in the trough and the wave is crashing down on us. And I guarantee you're going to switch places between those, uh, uh, the, the wave and the trough countless times in your life, right? And so is everyone around you. And so when you compare suffering, recognize that maybe right now someone is in a place and they're having a tougher time than you are right but those roles will likely switch at some point so don't feel like you have to compare and say like oh you know they have it so much worse than me my suffering isn't real it is and and we all go through those highs and those lows in life right (coughs) pardon me and comparing yourself and either downplaying or exaggerating your own suffering, you know, in, in in such a way as to disbelieve that you may go through what they're going through, or they may go through what you're going through, it creates walls between you and other people, right? So we all have those ups and downs. We all we're all the same in that regard, but at the same time, we're all unique, right? We're all different as well. Suffering by its very nature is a very subjective thing. Um, people can feel the exact same pain, which there's no way to know. But people can go through the same thing and experience it differently. And suffer more or less as a result of the same experience of pain. On a daily basis, we all move through the world a little differently. I right, a bad meeting, an argument, a stub toe. Um, can be worse on Monday than it is on Tuesday, right? Because maybe our day is different. We're in a different headspace. Maybe something hooks you one day, but it doesn't hook you another day. So suffering is very subjective, subjective, and it's very useful to remember the subjectivity of suffering when being with others who may be having a bad day and not just saying to them, well, you should get over it because maybe that one thing that really hooked them was the fifth thing that morning that they had to deal with. Right? So be very careful about comparing because we're all different. Right? And again, we all suffer. It is a phenomena that unites us and we're also united by the fact that we're all trying to suffer less. So instead of comparing your suffering to other people, bring attention to your suffering. Notice its nature. You know, we've, we've talked about the mindfulness models and some of those beliefs that bring rise to some of these things that get us, right? Notice its nature, the nature of that suffering, its causes so that you're better able to show yourself compassion and suffer less and in so doing help others to suffer less.